Did you know there is a great selection of podcasts in the Nerdy Bunch network? Like the Nerdy Bunch, which started it all. Torn Talk, a Star Wars podcast. Amalgam, a Marvel and DC podcast. The Uwu Squadcast, and many others. Be sure to visit url.bio forward slash Nerdy Bunch to listen to all the podcasts available. Thank you and enjoy the Gamers for Life podcast. The, the upside, though, I think, is when companies are transparent. Yeah. Um, so, sometimes too much. Again, because remember we mentioned how Sony's PR was like, when are you guys going to do Final Fantasy VII? We don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes too transparent. <laughs> going on everybody welcome to the gamers for life podcast where we discuss all things games one of your hosts jarell with me is my co-host my right hand man my abxy arthur what's good buddy uh a lot uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh our, our writer our writer just came out that's um, right we we're talking about that you know the game from final fantasy and people can fly who have been like the secret b t- the secret b team behind gears of war for years yeah and oh it's better than a demo it's better <laughs> it's, it's all these little these little quality of life things mm. um that game dropped nine okay well i had issues with installing it so i started playing it 10 like uh, 10 p.m last night uh and because thanks to my shitty sleep i've only had three hours of sleep since then so oh shit uh yeah <laughs> couple hours <laughs> into the game it's 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 really it's really fun and then your your uh your game uh the all the information from your the demo did in fact transfer over into the full game right it starts right off it's nice it's like it's 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 like it's like you're just loading a save point Oh, okay. It's, nice. it's like a lo- it's like a loading a save point with a sixty gigabyte a sixty gigabyte update. Because <laughs> because after you because if you did download the demo, um, and you are looking to buy the game or do it on Game Pass, um, it just it just the the, the remainder of the storage is like is like sixty one point five gigs, and like I said, it's just like loading a save file. It's exactly exactly where it starts off. Oh wow! Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was funny because I was I was looking forward to you streaming it and then you ran into those complications. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, like I just had the weird again, like technology is like my little like, technology is quote unquote my hobby, and I have the worst luck with it. Yeah. It's like, hey Arthur, how's your download? Oh, averaging 350 to 400 megabytes. Awesome. Uh how's your upload? Uh averaging two. <laughs> so if i send you a gif it'll take about two minutes <laughs> so i don't know I'm, yeah. i might i might have to look i might have to look into a new router because every time i do every time i do a charter test on the modem mm-hmm. the modem's good but it might be a router thing because they're like yeah on the modem like our upload is like whatever and then when, I, when i did like I did the test myself. Yeah, like the uploads like twenty five, mm. but even with even with the Ethernet coming from, I switched different ports. No go. Damn. 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 Well, uh, you know the, the the good thing is that you've been playing it. It's funny because I I knew that you were that whatever issue you had, it was resolved because it was like dead silence from you for <laughs> for a few hours. I was like, okay. I was like, he's he's he's. 
he's neck deep in, in Outriders right now. So I can't wait to get my copies. Like, and <laughs> yeah, it was like, hey, Joe, back long. and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Arthur has talked to me like in half a day. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what he's doing. Oh, <laughs> uh, very cool, very cool. Well, if you are just joining us here, uh, our first episode for the Game is for Life podcast. Uh, Welcome, welcome. We we do this each and every Saturday, again, discussing all things games. Be sure to follow on your favorite uh, podcast application you'd like to use. So if you're a fan of Spotify, you can follow, you know, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or you know, whatever your, your favorite application is that you use. Be sure to follow us as well on Instagram at Gamers for Life Podcast. We tend to put up some news on uh, stuff that's going on in the gaming community. Uh, in conjunction to or alongside with uh, the episodes that we release. Uh, so be sure to follow us on Instagram. We do have a Facebook we just started, so you can follow that as well. Uh, and then uh, also just, um, you know, we do have a Twitch also that uh, Arthur manages and he'll do some streaming for the Gamers for Life podcast. So you can uh, be sure to follow uh, our, our Twitch channel as well. And you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Gamers for Life. Gamers, the number four uh, life pod, P-O-D. Uh, and you'll see our logo there, the Gamers for Life. So uh, be sure to follow us and all that stuff. So, and then also on the Gamers for Life podcast, we read the news while you listen to what you choose uh, by clicking on the link uh, the hyperlinks that are within the description of the episode. So if you use Spotify, you can do that by just clicking on, you know, the hyperlinks of the time codes, take you directly to the each topic that we talk about for the show. Uh, or if you just want to listen to the whole thing, you can do that. Chill with us as well on the Gamers for Life podcast. It's funny today because, you know, uh, obviously Outriders came out, which is a huge, awesome thing. Uh and then also, uh, you know, there there wasn't a whole lot of video game excitement information that came out versus like a bunch of people left from various companies. <laughs> yeah, it 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 in terms of like a new in terms of like a news week, it was like it was like a bunch of like light stuff, and then like mm-hmm. yeah, like a yeah, a bunch of people, a bunch of people left. I know we're gonna talk about a little bit more, but you know, you know, big chunk of you know, it was like Activision stuff, and then like, um. Uh, another another old school vet from Bioware left, mm-hmm. and it's like you know again you know we've been talking about it, we mentioned it before, but it's you know again, you know there is there are reasons why these makers of games don't feel like the way they used to. It's not a nostalgia effect, it's not the quote unquote you know Mandela effect where it's like is it Berenstein or Berenstein Bears? You know it's like <laughs> like there yeah, there are tangible reasons why you know companies that had a certain level or consistency it, why that's gone now and there there's there are there are tangible reasons for that yeah definitely definitely and i'm sure there's many there's multiple reasons yeah. uh you know but uh but yeah i, I would have to agree because it, it was crazy because like there was the, the one that kind of made me chuckle before we go into the main topics of the show mm-hmm. uh is the the audio director from Kojima productions, because a day before he posted something that was like, Oh, big, big news, big excitement announcement tomorrow. (laughs) And I was like, Oh fuck. I was like, are they going to release a new Metal Gear Solid or Death Stranding sequel? Like what's the deal? And then like the following day, he's like, yeah, I'm leaving the company. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, and the big important news is 
I'm out. See you later, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Deuces. He was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm like, surprise, bitch. I'm like, damn. Walks up to the podium to li- to literally just drop in and walk away. Dude, that was crazy. <laughs> that was, was weird. Cr- that was crazy. It was, it was like, hey, guys, big announcement coming tomorrow. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Wait, huh? <laughs> Like I was like, damn! I was like, that's kind of gangster, but it's kind of like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> to like pre-announce you're leaving, what a baller move! Respect. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, man, it, yeah, it Go sucks ahead. that it's Kojima because we both like it. But mm-hmm. again, out of context, just saying what what happened, like it's a pretty baller move. Because <laughs> like a because like you said, a bunch of other people left as well. Yeah, that were in that chain. So, like you said, the anthem. Uh, one of the, I think he was a director, uh, cr- creative director, right? Uh, yeah, with that Bioware. Le- yeah, Bioware that left. You also have uh, Yohi uh, Shimboro, uh, the director from uh, Dead or Alive. Uh, he left Koei Tecmo after being with the company for sixteen years, mm-hmm. uh, and then also you have over twenty years creative director Demon Souls. PS5, uh, he did he worked on the, the Demon's Souls PS5 remaster. Uh, Gavin Moore, he left uh, PlayStation's Japan studio. Yeah. You know, that was the most recent one. So it's like, fuck, man. Like, all these fucking directors are leaving. And part of me was thinking, like, I wonder if they're leaving to, like, join forces. I was going to say, I was like, are we about to have, like, the best, like, <laughs> like low key, like, low key, like, um, I can't think of like creative collaboration, like of <laughs> of like backdoor Avengers. It's like yeah. it's like it's like hey, they're no Thor, they're no Hulk, but uh, yeah, the guy that's worked the guy that's worked on Dark Souls, Metal Gear Solid, um, and a bunch of other successful and then and people from other successful titles like Bioware and Dead or Alive. Oh, they're collabing. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy, crazy stuff. You know, so it's like, holy shit. You know, it's like, yeah, the game industry is changing for sure. Other people are like, yo, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> well, if it does happen, um, you know, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'll make sure to follow previous Kojima audio guy to give me a hint of like big news coming tomorrow. <laughs> someone's leaving <laughs> or joining forces <laughs> or just like uh we like just he'll just be honest like two things one one we're quitting a or in company two uh this person's also leaving why because we scalped them what's up come over to the winning <laughs> team let's go oh man yeah it's like when you it's like when you call like the the the, the kids that are good at kickball on the line <laughs> you 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 and you <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, so for today we have five uh big topics here. Um let's see, one, two, three, four, five, and then we have the big tune of the day. Uh so without further ado, we will jump into this, starting uh with uh speaking of uh nostalgia for old school games and for what's gonna happen in the future. Uh there are some reports here uh that uh, that potentially some two some half-life games may allegedly be a development to rather something related to half-life in some way, shape or form. And I believe this is coming out of, uh, I believe this is coming out of, I want to say game rant, if I'm not mistaken, uh, before I read the article, I do want to say, um, 
even saying something normally related to Half-Life, I do have to be <laughs> fucking pessimistic as fuck <laughs> about this shit. Um, uh, so uh, I, I'm going to try to not uh, try not to, uh, you know, stand on the soapbox too much when it comes to this. Because you guys heard my rant on the episode uh, titled, I want to say, is Valve too late for us to care? If you haven't checked that out, because I, I do... Um, I go on my ranting rave. Uh, yeah, the, rare, the, the rare occasion, the rare, the rare occasion where Joe openly cusses left and right. I'm like, oh man, because you because the way you're naming this title is like, yeah, we have an article coming up about you know Half Life and stuff. I'm like, man, Joe, you're being pretty calm considering how you fucking hate Valve. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're being really, really, really stoked over there, buddy. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to restrain myself. So, uh, <laughs> according to comicbook.com, so it's actually from comicbook.com, uh, says here, in quote, after finally returning to the series with Half-Life Alex just about one year ago, it sounds like Valve could once again be looking to make a renewed investment in one of its most beloved franchises. Based on some new information that has emerged from the credible, from a credible source the long-running studio could currently be working not on only one but two different games set within the half-life universe according to tyler uh a viker who is uh, one of the most prominent leakers when it comes to all things related to valve the studio currently is working on multiple projects associated with half-life right now one of these two is currently codenamed citadel and has a number of rumors attached to it for quite some time in fact, Valve founder Gabe Newell has asked about uh, has been asked about Citadel point blank in the past, although he obviously didn't reveal anything about the potential game. The second title, according to Viker, is known as HLX, uh, which is something that we haven't heard about before. Uh, end quote. So very interesting uh, as far as for this most prominent leaker as far as for Valve. Uh, two Half-Life games. So the only thing that the only thing for me on this is that, well, there's many things, but one <laughs> of the, <laughs> but one of them is for Half-Life Alex. Um, I don't know if it's going to be maybe an extension of that. Maybe one of them will be a VR game. Maybe one of them will not. One uh, the other thing I was thinking about is that they may be doing a re, a re, a remaster or just a whole new game of team fortress. Cause obviously team fortress is like one of the, like one of those classic like online games, um, you know, so they could be doing another team fortress. I just seriously doubt that this is going to be an actual half-life three, even though we've been waiting for that fucking game forever. Um, like, it's just funny, like thinking about this. I'm just like, look, I've seen all all made all three Matrix movies. The fourth one's coming out. I didn't know that would ever happen. All the more Lord of the Rings. I've seen all of those. I've seen all of the Star Wars that they've released, but I still don't have a fucking sequel to Half-Life Two. <laughs> like just putting all that into perspective, as far as like the all these all these like sources of mediums are like, man finally happened saw all of this xyz thing and then putting it to a game perspective like you know just like mad series that they finally did sequels and released them timely but you know valve for you know being gabe newell his his ass you know uh and his <laughs> and whoever you know that is leading you know potentially leading or not leading these projects depending on his say just want to take their sweet ass time you know, and we've had this conversation before, but yeah. it's it's just kind of annoying. Like I can't help to be pessimistic and say this is this has my prediction. This has nothing to do with Half Life uh, yeah. Three. This has nothing to do with it. But what are your thoughts? So I have a question. Okay, how do you be? 
Okay, hold on a second. How how can you be a prominent Valve leaker if they haven't made a game in ten fucking years? <laughs> what are you leaking? Updates, patch notes. That's a great point. <laughs> like, it's like you're like, hey guys, I'm a valid, I'm a valid leaker for Enron. Like, what? <laughs> what <laughs> like, are you leaking exactly? <laughs> yeah, like. How how you a valid valve leaker? Like, hey guys, I have the patch notes. They said the new jacket on the heavy was gonna be red. Uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> it's blue. Oh shit, he's a valid leaker. What do you mean? <laughs> that is a great. How do you be a, a val- How are you dude. a valid leaker on Valve? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um. So, well, here's the thing. We know games. We know games are coming. Yes. Period. Because because yes. um because gay blind asshole. Um, I forget his last name. It's something like That's that. That's close. That's very close. Because um, rem- remember, because what pissed you off is one of his one, one of his last interviews. He was like in Australia or something. Um, remember one of his interviews that said he's he's like we love making games and we will continue to do so and we are. Right. And that's what started the drill run of the drill rant of if I can cut it to like this half a sentence is go fuck yourself. Eat a bag. Of, <laughs> eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Something I'm like eat, that. I'm gonna eat a bag of chips. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> um, so games are coming. Yeah. We know that. So the just the, so the rumors behind this is what are they? Right. And I think you're right that they're definitely not Half Life. So I think it's got to the point where Gave sleeps on our tears and our anger about how we don't have any more Half Life shit. <laughs> um, he just cuddles up with it at night. Uh, but no, I think I think there'll be a team. I think I think you're in the money. I think there'll be a team, mm. a team. I'm gonna say team four star, <laughs> a team <laughs> fortress. I think it'll be a team fortress thing. And I don't know. I think it might be. I think it might be a Left 4 Dead thing to combat the compete with bat with uh, Turtle Rocks back for blood. You think so? I think Gabe's spiteful enough to be like, oh, you left me and you're making a game on your own like you wanted to? Um, well, let me crack my knuckles and be an, be an asshole again. Mm. Um, and so I think, I I don't know. I think I think just out of spite or competition, you know, the fact that Turtle Rock, you know, left uh, Valve to make, um, you know, Back for Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it's been along the lines of competition for them. Maybe. I mean, it's very possible, um, you know, because I, 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 yeah, I, I, it's possible. It's very possible, I think, because because I, I thought I thought and I could be wrong, but I don't know if if this says there's just two games that Valve is working on or two Half-Life related games in, uh, in development. But oh, yeah. it would make sense for it would make sense for them to release something to to uh, compete against left for dead. I think that's definitely a great idea and something that they should seriously consider. Um, but if they, if they are working on something that is uh, half-life related, yeah, I'm going to say team fortress and I'm going to say another VR game just to fucking just to, to just, just to, just to, to kick those nuts just one more time, you know, for those half-life uh, fans waiting for, the third game that'll never come out. So, well, well I think if it's anything VR, I think it's because doesn't steam have that partnership with Oculus. Uh, so I believe so. So there's like an investment benefit there. True. True. And then it did well, you know, like regardless of my thoughts about the game, uh, it did well as a VR game, you know, one, many, uh, okay. one, many well, awards. Yeah. 
I'll say, of course it did well. You know, if you want to taste great, any food to a starving person. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Hey, uh, Don't do any, that. <laughs> any, okay. That's it's an extreme. I'm just saying <laughs> any, the first of any half-life crumb we've got in it in years sold well. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, I get your point. I get your point. For those that are starving for anything half life, it's like, yeah, they're gonna buy the shit out of it. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just, you know, I've lost faith in them, you know, years ago, you know. <laughs> years ago. So uh it's interesting that there's new information, but on the other end of the other side of the spectrum, you know, there's not much really I can uh, look forward to on that. But it, it, it just is weird that we can say again, what is confirmed is games will games will exist. Right. And that alone, I think that alone is a weird sentence that like for you and I, we're so over it. We're like, I don't care. <laughs> Guys, it's it's confirmed. Valve is making games again. I don't care. <laughs> like that was literally like it felt like a different century ago. Like, I don't, yeah. like, we, don't we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, we're we're just too we're just we're just too uh you know we're just too realistic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this might come as a shocker. It's like, hey man, uh, Valve turned our back on us for ten years, and now we don't feel like listening to anything they have to say. Uh, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, oh gosh. So, uh, speaking of plans that we never thought would happen, but potentially might happen. Uh, according to Game Rant, shows here that uh, I'm just going to read the quote here just so I don't give away give it away through the title as I normally do. So it says here, in quote, as part of a major spending proposal, the Biden administration is making plans to bring broadband Internet access to all Americans. The idea comes as a part of a larger spending initiative called the American Jobs Plan. As it currently stands out, about 35 percent over 30 million U.S. citizens throughout the country are without access to what is deemed as minimally acceptable speeds, quote unquote, GameStop speeds for me. Uh, <laughs> going on here, it says, should the Biden administration's nice. plan move forward, uh, the country will have a fully fledged modern Internet infrastructure in place. In a statement from the White House, broadband Internet is posited as the new electricity, end quote. It, shows, it goes on to explain how modern internet as nece is a necessary component for Americans to their jobs, equally participate in school learning, healthcare, and generally staying connected. The need for fast and reliable internet connections have become especially prevalent over the course of the past year, when many companies, including gaming giant Square Enix, shifted to a work-from-home model in response to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. The Biden plan proposes to invest $100 billion into the endeavor, prioritizing the support for networks operated by the government, cooperatives, and nonprofits in order to, quote, better promote competition, end quote. Tell you, man, if there is a, a president that is for, I know this isn't exactly gaming related, uh, but goddamn, he's, he, he, ever since playing that Mario Kart game, man, he's, he's, he's <laughs> his life has changed, man. He got it. <laughs> I'm telling you, the guy, the man got blue shell, the man got blue shelled. <laughs> And he's a different fucking person. I I feel like he's Neo from the Matrix. Like he realized he's the one. <laughs> I'm the one to help the gamers. <laughs> it's like it's like I feel like he went to like I feel like he went to like Blue Shell uh, Kamala, and it didn't work. And like and, and it failed because of lag. And he's like, whoa, 
I need to fight this. <laughs> <laughs> this plague that is facing my country. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is nuts. This is nuts. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, if we're talking slightly seriously, as far as for this, you know, uh, yeah, I, I would have to agree. Internet is the new electricity. You know, it's needed in every way, shape, or form. But it's obviously for the gaming community as well. Uh, so if we were to put this just in a, into a gaming perspective, you know, this would absolutely it's this is smart because n- not only is this a uh, direct investment when it comes to jobs in general, but a direct oh, yeah. investment into the gaming community. Imagine how many more people would invest in the Game Pass or anything related online of all of any video game platform. Uh so it just makes a lot of sense. And then just dipping back into like GameStop, like, dude, I remember when it was like 15 megabytes internet and they're like, oh, oh yeah, and you need, need to take an iPhone trades. Like what? That's that's <laughs> still fast. No, I, I, I had it worse. So mm. I'm a little bit of a nomad and just because of family and school and work and whatnot, I've lived in Southern central and Northern California. Yeah. And you know, and as you know, depending where you live, you have limitations of what type of internet providers you have. Right. So because I've moved so much, I've gone through almost the complete runs of them. And when I moved to long beach, Southern California, home of the biggest um, port in North America, I was told by Verizon, I couldn't get above five. Damn. This was in 2012. Now, mind you, yeah so they said oh it's oh it's your building it's the wiring blah mind you again i'm not like i'm not fucking bill gates but i know enough technology to know i can get above five megabytes per second yeah um and that's when i discovered charter and literally overnight i went from five megabytes to like at the time 2011 2012 uh, charter is like starting speed. It was like 40 megabytes. Damn. And I'm like, that's why I like, even to this day, when I see Verizon's commercials of award-winning record, fast internet services, I'm like, you lying pieces of shit. <laughs> um, you might be like record award-winning speeds in like middle nowhere, Idaho, but not in LA County, my dude, <laughs> not, <laughs> not California, you know, non-California home of Silicon Valley. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot air those record speeds in the home of, and you know, there's a state that houses Silicon Valley. Um, <laughs> but kind of, you know, back to the story real quick, you know, or you know, back to the article, it is, you know, the, on a on a serious note, that was a, on a serious note. That was the first thing I thought of too, is like trade jobs. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah. Like there's gonna be a lot of like, you know, electricians, technicians, fiber optics, you know. Um, it's almost like there's be, it's almost like there's this new wave of tech is becoming like the new trade job boom that happened like during like a little history thing, like during Roosevelt's thing. When Roosevelt was like, We're gonna build dams, we're gonna build roads, we're gonna build bridges, we're gonna build up the infrastructure. And now we're seeing like a second wave of, of like that mm. in the tech world, you know, like Silicon, you know, Silicon Valley, you know, mm. um, you know, anything from the internet, web design skill sets to like this. And 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 it's and I'm happy that gaming is right there along with it of in terms of the investment. And everything like there, the that this disdain the limelight, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is really a win. It, it's funny because you know, I know, like, for some people that maybe are, are you know, like, oh, like, you know, 
not everyone should have internet, blah, 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 like socialism or whatever. But I'm just like, guys, like this is, this is a win for everybody. Like this is literally a win for everybody. Like like if, if people were to, to think a little more, you know, this helps every, this helps companies, this helps corporations, this helps us like the average everyday citizen. Like it obviously helps the gamers as well, uh, to get connected to amazing services like game pass um yeah. <laughs> you know it's just it's just a great opportunity you know so i mean if you can get the job done awesome you know but i know i know uh you know i remember obama was trying to you know was trying to do this like recognize as a public utility and like everyone was like fighting him about it so hopefully this can kind of uh you know be be uh this plan could be, you know, completed per se, you know, where the, at least if not everyone has internet, at least like the majority, you know? Yeah. So my, you know, my thing is even if you're like, you know, again, you're again, your perfect impression of like, man, be a bus in a hammock, man. Well, then now <laughs> if more people have it, that's more people to send your stupid videos to of like, right. the earth is a donut. <laughs> 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 Don't listen to flat earthers. They're stupid. The earth is actually a cylindrical. It looks like a donut. Yes, but we're not calling it a donut. It's a it's a cylinder. It's a three cylinder. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. More people to share those fucking videos too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't send to me. I'll block you. Um, but uh, uh, you know, again, especially with the COVID and everything, we learned. You know, we've learned. You know how one how many jobs could be done remotely, hmm. and how and, and how also that can that can potentially save businesses money. Yeah. You know, that smaller office space, that smaller, you know, that smaller baseline investments. You know what I mean? Right. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Internet for small business owners is huge. Like you, so, you, yeah. you, you know, I have you know you know you know I have both been managers of you know, you know you know I have both been managers. So we we know all the backlogs of money that takes place in, uh, in any any business and yeah, and if a company small or big is able to do some more from home, that's that's money saved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's not even a question about that. That's, that's absolutely a fact. So most definitely, most definitely. Uh, and then speaking of the internet, you're definitely going to need that to update the new expedition, uh, for no man's sky, which I want to talk about here, uh, that is now available. So according to Gematsu, uh, update 3.3, uh, for no man's sky expeditions introduces a new, uh, way uh, new way to play No Man's Sky. Uh, start a fresh journey in a brand new game mode. Master a unique set of challenges with revitalized mission mechanics. Earn exclusive new rewards. Uh, visit bustling hum, uh, hub worlds and much more. It also talks about a couple of the features here that I'll go into. One of them, it talks about the shared expeditions where it says introducing a new uh, introducing a whole new game mode, uh, which is Expeditions, talks about each of these events start from a fixed point in the universe, bringing the whole community of travelers together to embark on a shared journey. Each expedition is structured throughout a series of milestones. Complete each unique exploration uh, goals in any order as you earn rewards, meet up with fellow travelers, and experiment with new ways of playing No Man's Sky. Talks about milestones and phases as well. Just to give you a snippet, uh, continues here. Quote, unquote, each expedition phase is made up of milestones, challenges ranging from simple to highly challenging. Uh, can be completed in any order. Uh, every completed milestone brings the reward to assist you in your journey. Uh, pin a milestone to your mission log and learn more. Every fully completed phase will unlock a unique reward exclusive to those who undertake the expedition. An extra reward awaits those who complete the entire expedition uh, end quote. 
So I'm really impressed with No Man's Sky on how they have continuously, uh, you know, been dedicated to support the game. Uh, and I'm really proud of this team as well, um, you know, for just for really sticking through. And, and now, you know, it seems like the gaming community really has respect for the game again and obviously the developers. Uh, so kudos to them, man. I'm, I'm just I'm just oh, so yeah. proud of where they are today and being able to provide really legitimate content to us. But what are your, what are your thoughts on this? And these are, these are great updates. These are great expansions. These are, these are like expansions to the game. They're not only quality of life add-ons, they're adding content to the game. Um, You know, you know, a while back is, you know, a while back it got added, it got added to game pass Mm -hmm. and me and my friends, we started playing it and man, it's such a beautiful, fun game. And Mm -hmm. again, like I'm so happy of this Cinderella amazing comeback story of these developers and all the work they put it in. Cause we you know we've heard of games that have flopped and the company just wipes their hand. They're just wipes their hand of it. Like, Oh, it's a flop. Whoops. And just walk away with all the money they made from launch. Yeah. And they didn't do that. They put in the work and they wanted to make the game they envisioned and years, years later, they still are. Right. Um, so it's like, for those of you that like the survival cooperative, mission-based like style games it's like maybe like okay you're like you're mentally over terraria you're mentally over you know stardew valley or minecraft but you want something similar to scratch the itch i highly encourage you to play no man's sky it is it's a full game it's a game you know we we are far 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 beyond what we the the stories and the news we saw launch we we have a full not only do we have a full game they're just still building off it uh, one hmm. update that I liked was you can add pets to the game because there's oh, there's nice. natural there's natural fauna. Hmm. Um, yeah, I got the right fauna. Animals. My everybody <laughs> was like, "Oh, it's a nice word there, Arthur. Do you sure you used it right?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Hmm, condensation. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No, flora's flowers. So fauna is <laughs> the things that have feet." Um, and, but the thing is, and there's, there's funny stories, there's funny stories and screenshots of people and it is randomized and, and Victor and I, or Victor found a planet where there's animals, the size of skyscrapers. Oh, wow. And any non-violent animal you can make as a pet, there's a screenshot of a dude of a player and is next to his pet. And you see this, you see this speck of a green dot next to like how it's like Godzilla pretty much. It's like Godzilla. Somebody has Godzilla as a pet, hmm. like, like scale, like scale one to one, a human to Godzilla. Like that's how big some of these animals get. And you can make him your pet. Damn. <laughs> like, like, I'm not even joking. It's, it's crazy. Damn. Um, I, again, there's mis- there's missions, there's game hubs, you know, it, the game has survival aspects, but it's not entirely survival aspects. So if you want to do, just, you know, go do action, go fight other ships, go fight other things. There's tons of that. And I, I, I just think this is one of the bigger, you know, success stories of a indie de- of it. Not even, not even a major because they, they're, they're an indie developer mm-hmm. like of our generation. Like, you know, you, you look at Fallout City 6, you know, and we're, you know, you look at Fallout, Fallout City 6 and a dumpster fire. <laughs> you look at, unfortunately what's happening with cyberpunk and now it's like no man's sky has become that thing like we're saying like oh we hope we hope cyberpunk pulls a no man's sky like that they've, right. earned, they've earned that phrase they've earned the nomenclature to be able to say that's the bar that they've set for other developers of like okay you have two options hide, hide your head in the sand and deal with the fact your game does not work 
or fucking putting the work. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And it's funny too, because I was going to talk about kind of like the parallelism between this and, and cyberpunk. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about too, is that for this article on Gamatsu, there's a long list of notes of what are the specific updates associated Oh yeah, with, it's massive. Yeah, it's huge. I was like, I can't fucking read all this. Um, <laughs> and that's and that's from this. That's from this update. That's right. not even including the the years of updates we've had. Um, you know, of of the past, like of the, even during like COVID. Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely right. And then, but the funny thing is just that you know they did they do such a good job as far as communicating with everybody, you oh, know, yeah. on the game and whatnot. And then I, I and then I, I have to think of Cyberpunk just because they're still in the news on stuff. You know, they talked about how they are going to be uh, they're doing a remaster for Witcher Three for PS Five and Series X, mm-hmm. uh, I, I believe. But then also talking about you know removing the multiplayer component for Cyberpunk, but then saying that they're going to be making Cyberpunk expansions. So it's just like everyone kind of everyone you, you can't help but just kind of like lean back and be like, really, that's what you're doing, you know? So it's just, again, it's just a very, a very like not very detailed specific plan, you know, on like, when are they going to be working on this? Like they need to communicate very clearly, even if, even if like they don't have the full details altogether, similar, Mm -hmm. like, like, you know, something like this, we're like, yeah, it's done. It's available now. I'll tell you everything about it. At least as far as like a timeline, you know, and I know they, uh, they purchased a studio if I'm not mistaken, uh, to restructure, to work on some of these projects, you know, for CD project red. So like on one side of the spectrum, I I'm, I'm glad that CD project isn't gone. Like I, I was never one of those people who wanted them to be like done, you know, like I thought it was really embarrassing and disappointing and sad that cyber, that they made that decision to release cyberpunk when, you know, it, it probably needed a year and a half in addition to be completed. Um, especially because, you know, it's been over a hundred days since it was removed from the PlayStation store. Uh, I know they say that it, that it's almost ready to come back. Not sure if that's necessarily the I case. Don't- see it <laughs> and just let you know like playstation does not do refunds yeah like, at all like at yeah. all like the sims like this like i don't know, like a sims for a pc game but like again there's games that, like just straight up don't work like yeah this game w- with like 10 asterisks and a question mark works <laughs> kind of <laughs> sometimes no but there's been games just straight up do not work. Yeah. And PlayStation's like, we don't care. Wow. Wow. It's our fault. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, it's been over a hundred days, but again, so the fact that cyberpunk, um, you know, cyberpunk from a major trusted, beloved, mm. you know, developer like CG project, CD project red was removed at all. That was, you know, that was groundbreaking. When I heard, when I heard the news, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like yeah. you have skate three on your store and you, but you don't have cyberpunk. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, skate skate three is not skate. It's not a skateboard game. Skate three is glitches with a skateboard. <laughs> that is skate three. You want to teleport while holding a skateboard? Go play the game. <laughs> again, so to yeah. remove that, it's like uh, but you know, again with No Man's Sky, it's I'm very um, you know, and you mentioned how 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 uh, transparent they are. That was mm. one of the awards they got, like at the video game awards. Remember, it was like community yeah. or something like that, like 
the, the communication or act or active community, something like something with the community. Yeah. And I was like, that was well-deserved. Absolutely. Well-earned. Well no, that's a great point. And it wouldn't happen if they didn't have good communication. So that's that exactly to test that, that exactly proves your point there. So yeah. definitely agree. Definitely agree there. So, um, so as we talked about, you know, uh, at least they are not taking a, you know, not taking a loss like CD project red and speaking of, uh, things that are getting lost, unfortunately, Ninja Gaiden one and two, the yeah. source codes have been lost and are resulting in no remasters for those games and continuing this conversation, according to IGN says here in quote, the Ninja Gaiden master collection team was in quote, unable to salvage the code for the original versions of uh, Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2, uh, meaning that it had to preclude the newer Sigma versions of those games. That also means that we'll likely never see new versions of Ninja Gaiden Black or Ninja Gaiden 2 outside of their original Xbox home. Speaking to IGN head of Team Ninja, uh, Fumiko uh, Yasuda, I apologize if I mispronounced your name there, sir, uh, explained to the choice of Sigma uh, editions in the master collection it says here in quote the reason we chose these three titles for the collection is because they represent the latest installments of the numbered series that they are also the most polished versions featuring many additional modes and costumes furthermore we worked on sigma and sigma 2 we went and collected as much of that data as possible and, re and organized it and since we could fully utilize this data sigma and sigma 2 became clear choices for this collection However, we were unable to salvage the varying assortment of data that we left from Ninja Gaiden Black and Ninja Gaiden 2. And for that very reason, we currently don't have any plans of remastering Ninja Gaiden Black and Ninja, Ninja Gaiden 2 on non-Xbox platforms, end quote. This is a very interesting narrative that I'm seeing here when it comes to older games remastering them and the ability to not remaster them due to the loss of the source code being lost. And I know we talked about from previous episode, uh, previous episode, Arthur, as far as like how, you know, there's been even, you know, ransoms and whatnot, as far as like a source code being stolen, things of that nature. Yeah. But just the sheer fact of them being lost, like the sheer fact of like, I don't know where that source code is. So it's not even like, it's not even a ransom thing. It's just like a data mismanagement thing, or it's just like not even really being able to organize that data efficiently. And I'm wondering I'm wondering, like, what does this mean for the future of gaming, like, you know, five, ten years from now? Like, 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 like it's almost like a random, random uh, this is a random example, but just one that popped in my head. Like, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. Like, like imagine if, like, doing a remaster for that for PlayStation 7, like, oh, the source code was lost. We can't do it. <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, not... You know, you know, like not shutting the streets, but like we've heard, we're hearing more and more of these stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like um, I remember, was it the Mass Effect collection that's gonna mm -hmm. be coming out? There won't be DLC for some of the games because those source codes are just lost. Right. And you know, until like, it's like, you know, it sucks, but it's like we are getting to the point where we're getting too we're getting too far from the original dates of these games. And it's like, it's, 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 it's like, I know it's not apples to apples, mm -hmm. but like, bear with me. It's like, let's say you want to re-release a blank, you know, whatever movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, let's scan the VHS and we'll make it digital. The VH what? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I threw it. I gave it away to like a Goodwill like twenty years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah, I again, yeah. again, not apples to apples, but to kind of oversimplify how it's like, we are getting to the point where we're going to start seeing this, if not lost, but at least like non-compatible. Because I remember, I remember that was an issue. I remember that was an issue with I forget something like I forget I can't remember the game, but like one publisher just straight up said we just can't do it. Yeah, like we just can't. Like, hey, are you gonna remake this game? Or like, you're like, here, let me address that right now. We would love to. We just can't. Right. <laughs> and so you know, I, I know, I know this is going to tie in exactly to the next topic we have here. But it's like mm-hmm. we we are. It's like as much as I'm happy that technology is advancing, cross platforms a thing. You know, it's like floppiness again, not apples, apples, but it's like the days of floppiness are gone. You know, data is going to get either a lost in this modernization or become not compatible. Right. Right. And I wonder if it's like this generation or like not, you know, like too far from now. It's like maybe again, like the PS7, it's just like for the PlayStation 7, it's like when will it be when we can no longer have not a single ps2 game remastered yeah <laughs> it's funny how how how, uh, how alike we think uh similar we think because i was about to say that i was about to say this kind of answers my question on um and, and of course i'm speculating yeah. but it kind of answers my question on maybe the reasons why we haven't seen certain games you know uh that that have been available for the PlayStation two, which has over 2000 titles more than any other console uh, that we're not seeing remasters of these because the actual source codes of these games are just gone. I mean, in con- alongside with, uh, you know, there's a lot of like licensing issues and like deals and stuff where there might just be a lot of like legal jargon that you'd have to go through a lot of red tape, if you will, that you'd have to bypass to even to even have a team to work on a remaster or it's just not even fucking worth it. But the fact that, you know, this whole source code thing, I mean, there's a bunch of games on PlayStation 2 that can just I mean, you can there's a whole ge- there's a whole additional generation of games that they could remaster. Uh, that people would pay sixty, seventy dollars for for the PlayStation Five, but it's like if they don't, if if the the actual source codes of these games are gone, or just not available or whatever, you know, it just kind of answers that particular particular question. You know what I mean? So it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of scary a little bit, you know. And, and there's a lot of moving parts too, because especially you know using the PS2 again, we're using the PS2 most successful console, and arguably that's most people. You know, giving when gaming "quote unquote" revolutionized. Yeah. Um, a lot of these companies don't exist anymore. Right. A lot of these companies have been bankrupt. They've been bought. They've been sold out. They're gone. And it's like, and it's like, hey, let's make this game. Who made it? Some company that went under like 15 years ago. Right. There's, right. You, again, uh, you, you're, that's a source code. You're just not going to get back. Yeah. And it it sucks. Um, um, so it's like, so again, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, it's, it's only, it's only time. Mm-hmm. It's only time till we get to the point. Where it's like, we just can't. The the upside though, I think is when companies are transparent. Yeah. Um, so sometimes too much again. Cause remember we mentioned how Sony's PR was like, when are you guys going to do Final Fantasy seven? We don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes too transparent. <laughs> like, 
let us down gently. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. sure. Oh, yes. Sure. Oh, yeah. Spicy on that shit. He said, we don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Dude. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's exactly Sony or Square, Square, Square Enix, but, but 10 out of 10, their PR people just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know I, I know you mentioned it, but it was like Nintendo and the, and the whole like, hey, what's with this DriftCon? Doesn't exist. You're lying. You're stupid. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, millions of your customers are expressing DriftCon, sir. No, they're not. <laughs> You're wasting my time. Goodbye. <laughs> um, but it's it's like som- it's almost somber. But I, like for me, it's like you know, it's like hey, blank publisher. Uh, could we see a remake of this? And it would suck, but it would be honest. I you know again, again, like any company to a customer, especially the gaming community, we respect transparency and honesty. Yeah. And, and if and if they just come out and say, "Hey, look, hey, look, we just can't." It sucks, but it's it's better than the fucking um, Valve's fat ass just not doing shit for ten years. <laughs> Exactly in the, dar- in the darkness. <laughs> so exactly. yeah, so so so, so Ninja Gaiden, you know, it sucks. But again, I'm sh- I'm like again, I am. I would bet that you know, again, their customer basis would rather hear uh, honest stuff like, "Hey, we just can't," versus ten years of silence like from fucking Valve. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. And speaking of classic titles and backwards compatibility, or even just wanting to play those games again uh, via backwards compatibility, and for the platform that seems to uh, be doing that relatively successfully, uh, good old baby Microsoft. Uh, so there's a really good, in, really good article here regarding to the preservation uh, of games, according to Video Game Chronicle. They uh they extrapolate that point as far as uh starting in quote, uh, backwards compatibility has been a key feature of Microsoft's Xbox Series XS marketing efforts, with the company promoting the console's availability to play a wide range of original Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One games. Many games take advantage of the new console's capability to look and play better uh, than they originally did, and other support features like FPS Boost, which almost doubles the original frame rate in Auto HDR, which adds HDR enhancements to games which only shipped with standard dynamic range. And on Tuesday, Microsoft... uh, Let's see here. And on Tuesday, Microsoft brought uh, backwards-compatible titles to Xbox Cloud Gaming for the first time by making a number of classic games like Rare Bethesda and others available to Android users with an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription. They include Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Fable 2, and entries like Viva Pinata, Perfect Dark, Elder Scrolls, and Gears of War series. It says here, in quote, as time goes on, it becomes more important than ever that we ensure gaming icons and classics are preserved for new and old gamers alike. End quote. The official Xbox Twitter account posted on Wednesday says here in quote, whether your first time playing Marwan is from 2002 on your Xbox or 2021 on your phone. We're excited to share these experiences with you. End quote. Fucking Microsoft does it again, man. I mean, it's so it's so funny because speaking of a, of a world where source codes are lost. And then on the opposite opposite side of the spectrum, you have ones where no, we have everything, and we can redo everything. We can we can do the FPS FPS boost. We can make this in HDR when it originally released in standard dynamic range. We can sh- we can make these games look better for these consoles. 
and we can have them streaming on a platform that's 15 bucks a month that has a bunch of other shit that's that that's from like five years ago or one year ago like god damn man it's hard to it's it's hard to not like microsoft at this point dude (laughs) i love how far you've come along organically to loving (laughs) microsoft and the game pass even though i have been trying to ram it down your throat for i know I know, I, but, again, but again, but again, but again, but the fact, but again, the fact that you've that you've like noticed it organically this much is like, see, I need, I need have to, I have to push them. Everyone's like, oh, it, are really good. It boils down to the games for me, to be honest, yeah. because because when when X when the Game Pass was alive and well, uh, from the beginning, I just feel like there wasn't one like day one was no day one it was yeah. day one it was a Halo Gears machine. That's yeah. All it was. Yeah, and 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 for for me at that particular point in my gamingness, like I didn't have many, I didn't have many games to play. I don't know if I even had the, the Microsoft system at that particular time. And then there's games that I wasn't really interested in. Like that's the one thing for me for PlayStation is that I. I love single player games and I love story based games, which Microsoft doesn't really lead on those fronts. So that's why I was like, well, Game Pass isn't really for me. But now that they've released, uh, you know, a bunch of games that I am interested in that are one player focused and the and also the cross backwards compatibilities on, you know, integrated with that. It's just, yeah, I mean, it, it all started with me playing fucking Doom Eternal on my on my Samsung Note 10 Plus. <laughs> Cuz <Dude, it> was- <laughs> you lost you lost your shit that day. It was it was like it was like you discovered what the moon is. You called <laughs> me like, "Arthur, do you know about this?" Like, yeah, it's something to tell you. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, I know. I mean, I yeah. Can't, I couldn't believe it, dude. Like, yeah, I just couldn't believe it. And well, the, the, and and, the, and I have to I know there's a bunch of people on Microsoft that contributed to this and my hat goes off to you. I apologize that I don't know your names, but I, I, I my, my hat tips off to you. And I also have to give credit again to Phil Spencer on saving Xbox, literally saving Xbox and literally working with these, with these different developers, publishers to curate this vision, you know, or to help to, to, to help with curating this vision and they're just leaps and bounds. They're just leaps and bounds like into the future mm-hmm. when it comes to gaming. And this is just a prime example when it comes to restoring games that people love that they've played in the past and making them perform better on your consoles. It's just such a brilliant fucking move, you know, and I, I just yeah. wish I wish Sony had this insight, you know, as much as Microsoft uh, for their special titles. Right. And it's just. This is just such great stuff, and, and you know, and it's funny talking about backwards compatibility. One of the biggest issues that you know I, we've talked about time and time again, and other yeah. even other uh, video game mediums have talked about time and time, time and time again. You know, video games is one of those things where, when it comes to when it comes to uh, their when it comes like over time, like they're just they just look worse and worse over time, and it's harder to to bring that into light. Like if I had yeah. a kid, and I'm like, hey play silent hill 2 this is such a great game and it'd be like dad like all i see are pixels like this looks like shit <laughs> or like or you know even to a point like the original resident evil game like wow these controls suck and it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. um the thing and the thing is cool too about a lot of these microsoft you know uh companies hmm. like for example rare 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 replay which is on the game pass has 50 games alone Right. Yeah. Um, you know, from Perfect Dark, which is now getting a new sequel. Yes. Um, 
um, to you know the Viva Pinata, which I played Viva Pinata. I, I played Viva Pinata um, when I, early into Game Pass. So I was like, let me see what this game's about. <gasps> this game's fun. Viva <laughs> um, and just just you know, real quick, just some some dates in terms of like how how fast Game Pass Corner Core arguably blew up, or at least for me, Game Pass dropped the first of June th- two thousand seventeen. See hmm. a thieves when I bought it. Uh, came out March twentieth, two thousand eighteen. Hmm. That means in less than in less than a year. That's how fast that library and that service ramped up to what it is now. Right. In less than a year. Yeah. Um. Because I remember, I remember that E three. I remember that E three where they announced Crackdown three, State of Decay two, and see if these were all coming to Game Pass. And that's when people started paying attention more of like, okay. Uh, I was gonna buy all three of those ga- all three of those games. I'm down to save 140 bucks. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, yeah. So, and again, with, with a backwards compatibility, um, again, Xbox is it's just their their focus is there. I yeah. don't know where Sony's focus is. We talked about this. I don't know where Sony's <laughs> focus is because if they have one, they're not announcing it. But games again. Again, we we mentioned we you've heard this word a million times this episode. Transparent transparency. Yeah. Xbox is saying like, "Hey, we've heard you want backwards compatibility. Here you go." Yeah, yeah. I mean, transparency, and then just and then just like you said, Arthur. You know, they have a they had a clear vision and marketing plan in place, yeah. efforts in place, and they they had this in mind before even the console was 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 in development or 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 through the. Uh, you know, the, the RDR, uh, you know, research or the R and D, the R and D process, you know, so they knew that, Hey, like when we release this, we really need to think about the customers that don't have this console and that middle end of, okay, what's going to make them really lean over and get a series, uh, X or S and what can I do to make them feel valued or they would want to just stick on a console that is ours in general. Right. Yeah. Like that, like that is the smartest fucking thing that they did. And especially with leaning into game pass, you know, I remember we have, we've, we had an episode earlier uh, talking about game pass and like, is this a ripoff for developers? You know, but when it comes to the customer in general, that value is there and they've shown that numbers have shown that, you know, I mean, there's 20 million people on sea of thieves right now, which is nuts, you know, over 5 million now when it comes to game pass in general as, as a subscription service, uh, you know, even the smart decision that we talked about last episode on Xbox live. So just like really smart things that are doing for backwards compatibility and really leading it, really taking the lead on, mm-hmm. on backwards compatibility and how you can do it. And, and, you know, I guess I'll, I'll end with just, you know, I just really want Sony to really think about what they're doing and try, you know, you don't have to do it exactly, but take fucking notes, guys. <laughs> and it, it, there, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm always an upside downside guy. Um, downside, we, you know, you and you and I were there. We were, we were there in the trenches working. Uh, like the first debut year arguably two maybe three i don't know hmm. but for sure out the gate ps4 won that console war out yeah. the gate yeah and and upside it put a fire under microsoft's ass to fucking do something absolutely and absolutely. holy sh- and holy shit this this is the result of that and yeah i you know 
again, it's, you know, ping pong or band, whatever you want to call it, you know, competition um, and potentially failure or if not Mm. failure, but like losing it maybe is what Sony needs. Yeah. I'm not, I say losing the sense that right now Xbox is winning. Yeah. I can't. I, I, that's what I mean by that. You know, there's just more services, you know, the, the, you know, Sony is very public at how they're eh, on crash platform. Yeah, mm. eh, I guess that's what the kids. That's <laughs> what the kids want. Uh, whereas, whereas Xbox is like, fuck that. Come on, bring your friends. We don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The vision is very. It's very clear for for Microsoft, and hopefully Sony falls in line. So, uh, so we're gonna take a very quick break, guys, and then when we come back going to cleanse your palate talk about the the uh the big tuna of the day that we've had frozen for a bit because <laughs> this information released uh, a couple uh, many weeks ago but we thought this was a big enough tuna to definitely talk about for the main topic of, of the show today we'll be right back right after this everybody so as i was saying prior to the break uh you know this is a story that released uh earlier this was it earlier this uh early in march arthur right yeah because it kind of yeah because it kind of has not really parts but like it grew so mm. it it, the, it it's it, it it like dropped early in march mm. but there's another part to it that's just not just now like building up pace of like hey if you read these two, it's like it's like if you read these, you know, if you connect the two things in one sentence, like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. It's like yeah, blank blank happened because blank. Oh wow, right. that sucks. But blank is blank. Oh, that's a car racing. Uh, nobody. Um, you know, it's like you know, it's like blank happened because blank. Oh, that sucks. Blank person has earned blank. Like what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Again, I know that's, yeah. that, that that was horrible introduction to the story, but you'll see. What I'm saying <laughs> right, exactly, no, exactly. So uh, to further elaborate here, according to Game Rant, uh, it says here in quote, "Gamers are angry at uh, Activision Blizzard after the company laid off almost 200 employees, as its CEO is set to receive a massive cash reward of 200 million dollars." Bloomberg's Jason Scherer reported earlier today that Activision's Blizzard laid off. 190 employees across multiple departments, including 50 employee, uh, employees who worked on esports programming. A spokesman for Activision said the cuts were made because of losses caused to the coronavirus pandemic, which canceled last year's major esports events. The job cuts arrived after a massively successful year for the company that saw its stock share uh, price hit its highest point since 1984. Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby uh, Kotick is also set to receive a 200 million cash payout as part of the in quote shareholder value creation incentive end quote provision in his employment contract despite the layoffs end quote. So let me let me just go through this really quick here because I know you have you know you have a a pretty uh, uh, you have some things to say about this that I definitely want to hear, but I just want to briefly talk yeah. about these quick points here. So for what they specifically received, these folks who got laid off and, you know, my, my, 
you know, I, I hope you guys are, are, are able to, I wish you guys, you know, well, you know, during all this, cause being laid off is a horrible thing. And, you know, so my hat tips off to you there and just, you know, uh, please best of luck. I hope you're doing well. Uh, but they received three months of severance, uh, three months of health benefits. But the thing that, Oh my God, this is boils my blood. I don't I even to say the sense. <laughs> I fucking this, know where this is going. This boils my blood, dude. Even to talk, even the, to finish the sentence, they re, they received uh, gift cards. The BattleNet gift cards, two hundred dollars, or the BattleNet of BattleNet gift cards of each employee. Fuck like, you. like, 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 exactly, exactly. Like, like, how fucking dare you? Like, give me a gift card after laying me off. And even the number two hundred dollars of, of BattleNet gift cards, while my CEO gets two hundred million dollars, like that is such a that is a spit in the fucking face, dude. And and in conjunction, like it's just yeah, it's just it's it's nasty, man. And uh, just really briefly, just to give my thoughts before you continue with yours, like this makes me not want to buy anything Activision uh, Blizzard related uh, moving forward. Uh, I was gonna buy Crash Bandicoot Four. It's about time. I don't want to buy that anymore because it requires internet access and it's from Blizzard Activision. Uh, so fuck that, you know. You, you can buy the mo- you can buy the Crash Bandicoot mobile game that just dropped. <laughs> yup. Yeah, it's funny because the, the I got a free download on that, and even that is annoying. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, why am I getting why am I getting notifications every five minutes on finish the crash game? I'm like, you guys are just this isn't crash. <laughs> but back to this man, like, what a spin the fucking face, and like, how dare Activision Blizzard? to lay out these employees because of, you know, I don't give a fuck about what esports thing due to the coronavirus pandemic, $200 million to go into his pocket could have clearly saved their jobs, like clearly saved their jobs 10 times over. You know not what I mean? Not only save their jobs, Activision could have, uh, could have invented or made a whole new fucking tournament. Yeah. Yeah. A whole new tournament. They could have, they could have made, they could have made positions for them. Like companies do this all the time, even for for higher up C level uh, executives, they make their own fucking positions. You know what I mean? Yep. And, then, and then HR puts it in the system. This like uh, like like the, people make their own positions and they make their own titles and shit. So you have these people that highly contribute to Activision Blizzard's success. And then you lay them off, and then on the upset, oh well. By the way, I get a, I, you know, I get a cash payout as well. Good job, me, yay! You know, stock market, all stock share prices, awesome. Like, what the fuck? And the two hundred dollar gift card thing, like, dude, like, fuck you. If that, like, that is that is some trolly shit. Like, that is some trolling shit. But but please go ahead. I I, I want to hear what, what your thoughts are on this. So. You know, like many times, in the, you know, many times in the, on the show, I'm always like, boo, fuck them, fuck, you know, fuck that company, fuck that. Mm. And that's a simplified version of, of, of like stuff like this, mm. stuff like this may not to this exact scale, but it happens, stuff like this happens all the time. Mm. And rather than citing this story every time, it's like, hey, hey, we, knew, we have Activision news or we have EA news. Boo, fuck EA, fuck Activision. <laughs> that's, that's, and there's, and there's reasons why it's because, you know, you know, again, you know, I follow the news of this industry, you know, you know, and that's with this platform, we're able to share it. There's reasons why I'm not just angrily sit, saying, ooh, I hate, I don't like Call of Duty as a game, therefore fuck Activision. Mm-hmm. No, it's because of shit like this. 
Yeah. It's because, because put, put it this way, it, it, that's, and you know, with my horrible, horrible introduction to the story, it's like when you lay this all out together and it, it does, it fucking make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're like, because because if you just say, oh, we have to lay off employees. Oh man, the company the company must be going through bad times. It must be doing bad. Um, highest stock price since 1984. What the fuck? Yeah, you know what I mean. And then and then that fucking smirk, bullshit, all oh, gift card thing. Yeah, yeah. I you know I you know I I've you know, I've only been like go once because of the COVID stuff, but it's like. But it's like, you know, what I mean, if someone's like, "Here's a gift card," fuck it, there. fuck you. Yeah, like, I, like I almost want them to do like kind of what they did to Mitch McConnell's door, but just with like this, like take all the two hundred dollar gift cards, stick them all, all on the front door, and then spray paint. I want my fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't give me a fucking gift card. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That- and- and, you know, and I, you know, I've been, I've been true now Activision Blizzard for a while now. Again, because this is not the first time something like this has happened. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, even to when Activision quietly partnered with Blizzard, I, I remember watching E3. I was there with you. Remember mm-hmm. that we were watching E3. They're like, why do they keep saying Activision Blizzard? Activision Blizzard. Like, why do they fucking keep saying that? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, surprise. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and the thing is too, it's it's on both sides. Yeah. Like, like even even like even though they're their own like even though they're like a partner thing, Activision on its own and Blizzard on its own are st- are both doing fucked up shit. Yeah. Um. You know what? From like the loot boxes, from the horrible loot boxes of over of Overwatch, to the point where Australia and the UK are rightfully so trying to label it as gambling because mm. it is. Mm. It is. It doesn't matter if you like it, you don't like it. You want to look at it constructively. You know, that's a tree. That's a floor that's gambling hmm. yeah and so to put you know and so what's happening is you know so now blizzard and activists are trying to sue against entire nations so to speak mm-hmm. because they want more money because they know because they know because they know if it doesn't say gambling then they can keep it e or t for teen for kids and parents think oh this is a kid-friendly game and you know and parents unknowingly have their credit cards attached and also little fucking timmy has spent like a thousand dollars on fucking loot boxes <laughs> but but shit like that won't happen if, if rightfully so, these steps are being made to label them gambling, right? Because then, then they won't be in the they won't be in the, the like the kids or family section anymore, which they shouldn't be. Mm. You know, other and then, and that's even beside the fact of how whole like as like as a consumer as a customer, we fucking hate the, We fucking hate these microtransactions. We hate them. Yeah. And 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 you know, so like my little like kind of like soapbox thing is like how. You know, early in this episode, I said how there is a reason, there's a tangible reason why. Beyond the nostalgia effect that people that made these games we loved don't feel the same anymore. You know, we yeah. mentioned that, you know, we mentioned how that's like another person left Bioware, another person that left this company, another person left this company. Like, so this is just a list off the top of my head off of my memory of all the times I was staring on my screen going like, what the fuck is happening? So yeah. it's like, so even recent news, even recent news, I forget if it's a rumor confirmed that the new Call of Duty may be World War II again. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it's two, two things. Again, like uh, you could say it's opinion based. I don't like Call of Duty. You know, f- fine. You know, if you, if you like Call of Duty, do you, whatever. But <laughs> I can constructively say that making this game which wasn't well, not before now being made every year 
is is taking is taking away from is taking away from it and now they're getting to the point where it's either a lazy or b they've written themselves into a hole they just don't know what to do with this franchise now because they haven't cared yeah. enough because it's because to them it's not a franchise it's a it's a paycheck and what color do we have to paint our product to get a bigger paycheck that's all call of duty is to me that's all call of duty has become to me yeah it's no longer a franchise it's no longer a game it's let's put out this let's put out a box what color boxes that had to be to get money? Okay, well, 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 the last box was in space. Okay, let's make this makes this box uh, World War II. Oh, uh, hey, that one box was really popular. Let's remaster that. Call of Duty Modern Warfare remastered. Let's just remaster that box. And that's all it is. It's just a paycheck. Yeah, it's just a paycheck to them. And 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 and, and going down both Activision and Blizzard. Um, would you remember? Well, like Warcraft three, World of Warcraft three was the you know, real time strategy game that built the foundation that is now World of Warcraft, the MMO. Hmm. Don't you know how bad of how bad of a failed game World of, World of Warcraft three Reforged was? Blizzard gave out a hundred percent refunds. Wow. I don't think any of us can name a game in our lifetime that we've like heard the phrase hundred percent refund from Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> So, it, yeah, no, no, no. I was just going to say, like, um, I want to say it's a blue point studios. Like it makes me even sadder that they're, you know, they're on contract with blizzard to work on the next, the next Diablo project, you know, because they're such a, a dope, uh, I want to say it's blue point. Um, the developers who did like the crash bandicoots and everything, yeah. uh, you know, unfortunately they're not able to work on anything else because they're, they're tied to this, this bullshit you know uh, that is blizzard uh to work on their stuff and you know hopefully they treat them right because obviously they're not treating uh, you know some other people right given the layoffs and everything nope you know but yeah man i i i know for the the call of duty thing uh the only thing that i heard that was different for call of duty the this this world war game coming out the next one or another one uh was that it's like a what if factor if if uh if germany won <laughs> i believe um so that game's, that game's called wolfenstein <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's been there i mean I, I, exactly yeah i, yeah. I again that's not a you thing again it's, it's again it's 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 it's, I the, mean, it's the underperforming writing we've seen from them yeah i mean mine is the so it's like wolfenstein minus the demons um but uh giant robot wolves they should just call it that call of duty wolfenstein minus the demons uh, <laughs> less content <laughs> yeah but um i was gonna ask you this too now i'm absolutely not can i'm not uh i i'm on i'm with you you know for the most part as far as like i can't really ride with these guys like yes there are yeah. some titles that they make that are great but a lot of the times it's just it's just games to 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 get a check you know to get to get more mm -hmm. money as possible do you think i mean the other side of the spectrum, I feel like, is like, I feel like you're going to have games like that that turn into that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I wonder if I feel like those games will always exist, mm -hmm. but I wish that they would invest in games separate from those cash cows and just make like actual like artistic titles versus just cash cow games, you know, because yeah. like, obviously like, you know, you have call of duty Warzone, you know, you have the call of duty mobile, you have all that stuff. And they're obviously cash cow games are not going to be, 
You know, they're not going to be your 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 uh, your Medal your of Honors, your flagships. They're not going to be, you know, the, your Wolfenstein, you know, Wolfenstein type uh, titles. You know, just really dedicated, you know, awesome first person shooters. They're really le- legitimately built for the cash cow uh, design. You know, so it, it's part of the, one side of the brain says for me, like, okay, they literally made this with the intent of have keeping that cow getting cashed uh so like that is a model like this is what it is you know what i mean it's not a surprise but then the other side of the spectrum for me is like i mean do you, like is it like, i wish they would invest in additional titles that are like more artistic and more unique for mm. that gamer that wants that you know so I just wish that they would invest in that because I feel like games like this, Arthur, I mean, we're just going to keep seeing them, right? We're just going to keep seeing uh, companies mm-hmm. do this, you know, big corporations do this and it sucks. I hate it, but it's like, it's like that casino is always going to be there. But I, I wish that these same corporations would, would work with developers that are going to make legitimate, you know, well, I should say legitimate, but just like more, just titles that are cash cows. Just titles that are just like, this is a good fucking game, you know, what better I mean? content. Yeah. And, and so the thing with me is, you know, I, I, you know, cause I guess some of that, a good chunk can, you know, be a, a opinion diet, which is fair, but something you, you put on, uh, and then, which is something I, I want to bring up next to is like, for me, for me, I, you know, I'm combined opinion the, the, the games. I don't like this. I like that, which is, mm. you know, not, the strongest argument but it's fine mm-hmm. um but compared to compare you know and, and and when you come not compare combine it with stories like the stories like this you know the layoffs with the most successful stock price since 84 and a, a new story that broke early in 2020 i think it was february was the crunch the, that quote-unquote crunch environment that activision has you know that's a phrase we've been hearing a lot I think within like recent, only with like the recent like few years, it's been making news of that crunch environment of, you know, the long hours, you know, mm. the, you know, skipping meals and stuff like that when Activision, you know, so there was a, so there was a story like that, how Activision was like, oh yeah, we don't have a crunch environment. Surprise. Yeah, you do. And it's really, it's really fucking bad. Yeah. And so for me, it's like when you combine all these into this, you know, your handful of like, this is a company I, it's like do you said i don't want to buy their stuff anymore mm. like i you know you, you know you remember i was playing overwatch all the time one i don't play overwatch anymore two i don't plan on buying overwatch two mm. whenever that's going to come out um i'm a huge diablo fan i'm a huge diablo fan so i was like i was you know incredibly upset like most people when they announced that new diablo was gonna be a mobile game yeah <laughs> and there's that famous <laughs> there's that famous uh question that q a at E3, not E3, at BlizzCon, at BlizzCon, where it's like, is this an is this an off season April Fool's joke? <laughs> no one's laughing. Like no one wants this. And uh, one's like, <clears throat> sorry, I still got a little cough. Um, and I think that when you get more and more people that 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 hope that slowly transition to that money talks. And we might see those improvements. Um, a kind of comparison of this is is almost like EA. EA is on this uptick of impressing me, and impressing the community. You know, we went from the we went from Battlefront Two with all this stuff. Now we're getting you know we got squadrons, we got um, Fallen Order. Thank you. I'll say yeah. Jedi something. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. You know, Fallen Order of 
away from these blatant quote unquote cash cows yeah to not only good not not the to two parts with it not only good content but good practices that make us not feel bad when we buy their product yeah like like as a customer i like this like again 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 the opinion the opinionated side of this mm-hmm. i like this game i'm happy buying the game and then the consumer side of it of oh they're not horrible garbage trash i feel okay buying this and yeah. i think Especially, you know, with, with these recent years, Activision and Bl- Activision Blizzard is running dangerously close to getting more people to, you know, especially you know, you know, you know, this on top of many stories, you know, I mentioned how this is not the only one of, of the stuff like this that they're gonna they're gonna have to pull they're gonna have to pull a one eighty sooner to, or something because I'm very because I'm very curious of how sales will be for like their next major game. Yeah, you know we've seen you know we've seen you know we've seen gamer you know boycotts, um, you know gaming boycotts before. And I think Activision Blizzard's on the cusp of their own. Yeah, EA, EA saw it with Battlefront two. I think they're on the cusp of it with 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 the next possible title, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, man. I think so. Uh, seeing you know the 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 biggest thing you know, and tying back to our, our story, uh, and I think you made some really good points. You know the it's it's one thing it's one thing to have a model that works unfortunately when you know even though if people like you and me gamers you and like me you know want nothing to do with it and don't yeah. want to contribute to it but it's another to to take the people that work on these games to give you guys these cash cows to lay them off and to and to to, to spit in their face with you know, something like a gift card, you know, and and stuff like that. And and that's just nasty shit. And I do have to commend Jason Sharir. I believe he used to write for Kotaku. I don't know if he still does, Mm. but I I guess he's writing for Bloomberg and maybe he does both. Maybe he's just freelancing for both or he's the official employee for both. But I do have to tip my hat off to him because even though I'm not a fan of Kotaku, I just think they're a bunch of like pessimist fucks. Like to be honest with you. Um, (laughs) We mentioned mentioned that we mentioned it before. It's like, yeah yeah i'll be very forthright like everything they say is very biased and twisted and i don't give a shit what they say but i i do commend jason sharir for for putting this report out for you know for what it is uh because Mm -hmm. it just really identifies like wow like people like companies are still doing this you know it's like one of the many 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 downsides of capitalism you know but it's Mm -hmm. it's this is putting it back to the games you know it's it sucks man and yeah i don't unfortunately i don't want to support anything that's activision blizzard related you know and uh and you know i hope uh I hope people do. I hope people do, you know, uh, talk about this and, and blow them up and hold them accountable. Say, Hey, what you're fucking doing is not right. Yeah. You know, and, and hold these, these companies accountable or they can turn over a new leaf. Cause I do agree. E, you know, even though EA has its EAs, but they have proven that they can work with developers to produce really quality, awesome quality titles, you know? And, yeah. and, and it kind of like brought me back to life with uh, the EA play connected to game pass. Cause you know me, I would I, like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have subscribed to another fucking subscription. Like I'm no. just kind of subscriptioned out in 2021, <laughs> but <laughs> HBO, Netflix, Disney plus Hulu, uh, Amazon, has, Amazon has a new comic book show. Fuck. Paramount plus. Plus, <laughs> yes. um, that SpongeBob movie's only on Paramount Plus. God damn it! <laughs> you know, I'm just like fucking subscriptioned out. Like 
everyone's tired of it. But the fact that it's included within Game Pass and being able to yeah. open to open that library and see, fuck, that's right, that's right, Jade Empire. Oh fuck, Need for Speed. Oh fuck, Battle Back. I mean, do oh fuck, Mass Effect One, Two, and Three. Like, you know, so it's yeah. just I, uh, you know, and I tip my hat off to EA on that. And I, you know, I just yeah, again, I just hope that. Gamers need to continue to hold these companies accountable and say, hey, this is fucked up. This is fucked up and needs to be fixed because the voice of the gamer will constitute whether or not they're going to continue as a company. So as long as, you know, we continue to have our voice heard and just really like like call it out, you know, um, hopefully this this bullshit can change. Yeah, because that's because that's again, that's my thing with my again, that's my thing with my little soap with my little soapbox there is like. Oh, again, regardless of regardless if I like or dislike a game, it, again, opinionated, whatever. That aside, mm. it's like it's you know stuff like this. You know, call it out. Yeah. Stuff like this, call it out. You know, and we mentioned how like this is like the highest stock since 1984. <sighs> we've seen game, we've seen game fuck ups show, show up on the stock network network before. Yeah. And maybe that's what it takes. That maybe that's what it takes to have like something beyond a memo. Yeah, like change. You know, I, I, you know, we we always joked that. I still remember when I was I still remember when I was eating a cheeseburger at my local burger spot, and for whatever reason, the stock channel was on, and I'm like, the stock channel is talking about Battlefront too. Whoa, that must be a big deal. Uh, I, I know I've mentioned that story many times. It just again, it's it's just that was. I think that was, again, you know, we've had many moments like that between you and Agile that like slowly realized like the bigger picture of like these decisions these these companies make go beyond your console. They go beyond yeah. your. They go beyond your wallet. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, folks, again, uh, I know this is an older story, but we felt that it was warranted that it should be the big tune of the day because it's such an important topic and an important story. Uh, and this wraps up the Gamers for Life podcast here, episode 28, if I'm not mistaken. I never say the episode numbers because I feel like I'll forget. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, have, I have a Dory brain, so you've known not to rely on my memory for a while. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, of course, and obviously, Outriders will be the, uh, the, the probably the part of our intro for the next five, six episodes because we're going to be playing that, especially me once I get it. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm looking forward to playing with the, uh, the future cross platform shenanigans. So, hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. All right, everybody. Well, again, the Games for Life podcast. Again, each and every Saturday, we discuss all things games. Be sure to check uh, check us out again. You know, every Saturday, uh, I am your host Jarrell, and my co-host Arthur Thomas. That's me. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs>